0: Hi and welcome to Wait to Take Episode 101. The One O One Restaurant and Grill. Bar, Grill? I forgot. Oh, yeah. bar, come on. Restaurant I and Bar to... episode, the One Hundred One Dalmatians episode. I, I have am... to Google uh, 101 and see what comes up. I am Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we, gentlemen? Living the dream. Living the dream. dream the friend. Patriots are the one seed. We're back. For the first time in the history of this pod, the Patriots are good again. I guess they were good when we first started it, but
1: yeah, but no, we like started most of the way through a season, and then they didn't make the playoffs. They were they were like not I started that season eight and zero, oh, so like
0: they were not looking good by the time we started. Yeah, they
1: starting to worry about. I'd say a, for the first time, this is the first time the Patriots have looked good.
0: This is I was a little worried really about a waste wasted
1: takes curse,
0: yeah. uh, maybe not a thing. Um. All right, so winners and losers. I got Cam's Panther take is probably a loser. Don't think they're making the playoffs. Um, anybody else?
1: Uh, I'm putting trade on as a loser.
0: Oh yeah, go ahead.
2: Why?
1: Uh, Bill Belichick should retire. Take.
0: It's a good. That's a good call. Yep.
1: That's a big loser. That's a big. That loser. might be up for
0: I thing did, of the year. I did say that if they miss the playoffs, he should retire. So. I mean. Tucker, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it in a sec, but Tucker, huge loser for the Taysom Hill where
2: <laughs> Words came out
0: of his mouth, and not more than ten seconds later, there was an interception, and followed by three more after that.
2: Yeah,
1: no, but they weren't his fault.
0: <laughs> sure,
1: one of them wasn't. One of them was an incredible. What's insane? In he still ended up with like twenty-two fantasy points,
0: which is bananas. Tucker he no. for like one hundred and fifty yards. Tucker has his guys. Really? Um, Tucker has his guys that he's stuck with: Taysom Hill, Taylor Heineke. And
1: it's I'm dug in and I'll never change. Just <laughs> mobile white quarterbacks is apparently my niche. You don't have to <laughs>
0: because this is America. Um. God. So yeah. Um. In terms of our poll, uh, I am taking home ways to take of the week for the like the third straight week. I'm on a heater. I, you know, everybody says Pander picks, Pander picks. Jimmy Garoppolo, Giants take. Wins it. Going head-to-head with Cam on a Russell Wilson Giants take. And I take it home by I got half the vote. So I'd like to hear you guys' excuses for how I'm cheating this time. Um, <laughs>
1: Tucker Twitter accounts that you made in the last
0: three weeks, Trey? Zero. Zero accounts. Um, our loser is Tucker for that Taysom Hill take. All proven, proven wrong almost immediately during the podcast last week. Um, so Tucker, you, you missed out on the saltine challenge.
1: Uh, I missed out. Yeah.
0: Cause Cam, Cam and Dylan both did the saltine. <laughs> Dylan did it for no I reason. Dylan just did it to do it. Yeah. But thought it would be easy. I told her there's no way. Um, so we, so we did it. the saltine challenge. I did post the video. <laughs> did you go out and buy this? No, we had, we have a box of about 15 <laughs> sleeves of saltine. So we dug into that and we were also eating soup. Which is why I thought of soup. Tune in this later for thought, some yeah. soup talk. Absolutely. Yeah, no, so this guy is soup. I did. Yes, it is. I did post <laughs> the video, Cam, <laughs> but it, it got cut off, so I have to edit them and I'll put them out uh, tomorrow. But Cam did the saltine challenge. Tucker, we got to figure out a a new one for you. Um, so we'll we'll do that at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. Even I think my pan, popping champagne
1: soup. video was enough of a um, punishment.
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair that's not that's not that's not a horrible take there um all right you have to dump a can of soup on
1: your head i i, don't like that that I, I took a shower with my clothes on I'm definitely not dumping soup in my head at this point
0: <laughs> that's a good one for later though i like that one bill i'm gonna write that down dump soup
1: i would do that in the summer i just don't want to do that in the winter
0: why you can heat well, it up warm. get it
1: warm if, if you cook, if you cook it up a little bit, it might be warm. Yeah, but like be little closed, like but you can be
0: semi naked and, and just show the top half. Yeah, you know, say, and there's ways around it. Let's move on. All right, um, ways to take. I got a ways to take. It's prevalent to what happened last night. It's not a Patriots take, but it is prevalent to what happened last night. So obviously, the Patriots come out absolutely shove it down the Bills' throat, beat them in the most demoralizing way possible. And after the game, I don't know if you guys saw this, but both the head coach of the Bills, Sean McDermott, and the players were being questioned about, you know, what happened. And Sean McDermott comes out and says, let's not, like, give Belichick too much credit here. Like, we beat ourselves. They didn't do anything that we couldn't stop. Like, blah, 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 blah. Let's not give Bill credit. And then a reporter, credit to the reporter for asking this question, probably fed up of 20 years of mediocrity in Buffalo, but he asked the players, is this an embarrassing loss to you considering you knew what they were going to do and you couldn't stop them? They got upset It was Jordan Poya, Poyer and Micah Hyde and they were like, what is this question? Like, are you kidding me? We held them to 14 points like they have good running backs. What are we supposed to do? Um... I think the Bills lose out. I don't think the Bills win another game. I think this is a telltale sign of a team that is lost. Obviously, there's been consistency problems, like we've talked about, for the past couple months. Um, Can't string two wins in a row. Uh, This was supposed to be their year, and they're having a lot of trouble. From what I've seen from the Bills, they are built to beat a team like Kansas City, um, and they kind of (laughs) overlooked teams like New England. They thought they were going to walk into the playoffs, and they were just going to have to deal with Kansas City on the way to a Super Bowl. Clearly, that's not the case. To me, I mean, watching Sean McDermott last night, he was losing his mind on the sidelines. He challenged a play that was stupid. He couldn't stop the run. And that defense couldn't stop the run. And they just got embarrassed. And I think based on the tone of their press conferences this week, they are in trouble. They have to go next week to play Tampa. If you think that kind of, that kind of defense and game plan um, is going to get it done against Brady, you're wrong. Um, the rest of their schedule. I know they have the Patriots, so they have the the Bucks, then the Panthers, the Patriots, the Falcons, and the Jets. So this is a way to take for sure. Uh, obviously, I think they 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 should beat the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Jets. The other two games, I think, are toss ups. Maybe the Bucks, not so much a toss up, but I think they lose out. I think they've lost the locker. Room. Sean McDermott's lost the locker room. They have nothing to play for anymore. They are down. They're down bad. So I'm going. Bills lose out for the rest of the year. <laughs> okay, um, I'll jump in. I, I I don't agree. This is this is not this is not going to happen. It's wasted though. I like it. Um, just going full blown in the wasted end of the pool. Um, now I did say if the, uh, a couple of weeks ago if the Bills don't win the division here, this is the end of. Allen and the team's gonna crumble again because <coughs> the fans are back on top. They missed their chance, they're gonna be all sad. Um and I think that's being val was is, is being is in the process of being validated for the reasons you said, so you're just taking it to the extreme by saying they're gonna lose every game for the remainder of the year. Yeah, I can't really say that they're gonna go two and three, that's the point. Um or three and two. Um Tucker, what do you think?
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, so I just looked at the Bills' schedule, which kind of hurts your case, Trey. I, 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 uh, I, I listed that through. during my take, but okay. Yeah, sorry, I missed that. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> it's alright, it's alright. But I like this take because it's wasted. Um, I think that it's not a bad take, but it's... I, it's just not feasible in my mind. Uh, there's just it has to be segmented in a little bit of reality for it to be wasted in a good way. I think this might be too wasted for wasted takes. Uh, I just don't see a world where the Bills lose out. Honestly, might be betting their money line next week, playing against the Bucks. I might be betting the Bills. So they're it's kind of like
0: it's very wasted, but you cannot tell me the way they reacted to
1: that loss that they're in a good place right now. Like. No, I think that they were very... But at least they were angry. Yeah, but be.
0: you come My out... And,
1: is, you know, like, you have a team that's angry about it, who's, like, doesn't want to give credit, who wants to just, you know, you're mad. Yeah, you're
0: yeah, but I think you come out... I, you come out and you you take a look and you say, yeah, they game plan better than <laughs> us, they blocked better than us, they've won up front, like, we got a lot of work to do, we're going to get to work. Not, oh, well... We can't give credit here, and you know we held them to fourteen. It's not our fault, like that type of yeah. Thing. The
1: excuse train is tough. Yeah, they got uh, gashed
0: by they I got
1: board,
0: they got gashed by the Jaguars. They got gashed by the Colts, and they got gashed by the Patriots. Their run defense is dog shit. Uh, Cam, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they they're pretty much they're mad about it, but they're not mad at themselves like they should be. They're mad at everybody else. It's not their fault that. Uh, you know, we only let up 14, but we didn't have to play past people, so you shouldn't have let up 14. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to lose out, but I like you, uh, you. You made a wasted take, but it's still pander because it's the AFC East, and people are going to be like, "Haha, ha Patriots beat the Bills. Let's pick this one. So That's fair um, criticism, I'd say. I see what you did, I see what you did there. So don't, don't worry about that. Um, I think a better take would have been Bills don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Still wasted, but not as out of the question as yours. But uh, I don't think it. I don't think it happens. But I. I can see them going maybe like three and two, two. And two. All right. Who's next? I can go if we need. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Staying on football, but I'm going college. We got the college football playoffs, which. Are we Are going to speak on this a little bit later, I would assume? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I won't go too far into the, uh, the details, but some head coach changes happened in the week. We got um, Brian Kelly is going to LSU, and he put on a, a fake accent down there. I'm not sure if you guys heard that. I did. But there was a video of him the day before, just talking to his team at Notre Dame, and then the next day he's talking with a slyforth um accent in the middle of the LSU basketball court. So some notable other head coach changes. Lincoln Riley to USC. Uh, Brett Venables looks like he's going to be going to Oklahoma. And then the D coordinator for Notre Dame is taking over. But I want to focus on Brian Kelly for mine. And that's going to be a take that LSU is not going to make a bowl game next year. I think that this is a team that counted on Nick Saban was when he was there. Counted on Coach O. Counted on um, Jesus. Why can't I think of his name? Um, Doesn't matter. They've always had like a prominent coach that's always like fit the culture in the in the. Everybody loved him, the Southern guys, and I think this is the worst decision they could have done. I think Notre Dame has never been a really great football team. They'll get into the playoffs, but they will never show anything for it. Um, he was at Michigan before that; didn't do anything there. He's always been a Northern guy. You now he's going down to LSU, trying to you know hype everybody up, put on the fake Southern accent. I hate it. I think it's a terrible move. I think LSU is going down the tubes with this move. Um, and I think they're at best a 5-17 next year.
0: Uh, I like this take, Cam. I don't really love Brian Kelly as a head coach. I mean, what has Notre Dame really done? Like, they've made the college football playoffs a couple times. They lost in the national championship uh, a while back. I don't know if Brian Kelly was coaching then, but I don't think he was. But... um I don't, I don't think he's that great of a coach. Um, and to me, like, I don't know what happened with Coach O down there. It seems to me, like, after what he pulled off uh, with Joe Burrow, that he should have been, you know, locked in for a long time. I don't know if he wanted out. I, I know they both kind of mutually parted ways, but I think it was a firing for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I like this take. I don't love Brian Kelly. He is a Boston guy. He's from up here. Um, but I just... Something about coming from the northern schools down to the big SEC type
1: atmosphere.
0: I just don't think it's gonna work out. So I agree with you. Uh Tucker.
1: Um so I don't like Brian Kelly, but he is a very good coach. If you do, if you do look at what he did with Notre Dame, he made them a contender. Like he got them in the conversation for the last few years. Um I've been listening to stuff about him like the last week. He's a great X's and O guy, but he's one of those guys that Will is just looking to move up. And so he has no problem leaving a team like that. And so I don't think he's a locker room guy, but he's a great X's and O's guy, like game plan guy. So I think he's exactly what this team needs. I think LSU is like one of those spots where you're going to get recruits regardless. Every player from Louisiana, and Louisiana has a lot of good players, wants to go to LSU. Uh, so, I think he's going to get recruits what no matter what. And so, basically, the next big thing is just having a good coach. And that's not what Ed Ogeron was. Ed Ogeron's a great motivator. He's not a good uh, X's and O's guy, it seems. So, I don't really blame them for getting – I mean, I love Coach O. He's awesome. But they were awful the last two years. Um. And I think Brian Kelly probably turns this team around, regardless of like not liking him. I think he does turn the team around.
0: Dale, I know you're not a big college football guy. Any input on this Northern guy going south? A uh, bad look by uh, faking the accent. That's step one of how to oh. not be loved by the team. Um. I, I mean, I don't know much about him. I know Coach O was kind of was iconic though, uh, for the five years that he was there. I think twenty sixteen, something like that. Um, I mean, you gotta have a coach. He's a good X as an O guy, is what I've heard. That's what Tucker's heard as well. Um, so, you know he just seems kind of like a square. He's a, though, he's an ex. isn't, they're going like complete opposite direction. Coach O was like this, uh, charismatic, like, well, I don't even know if charismatic, but he's just very in your face and loud. And he's got that voice, you know, he's just, I don't know. And then you go to a, kind of like a boring X's and O's guy who fakes his accent. So, I mean, that's not, that's not good looks. Uh, not starting off hot, but I don't think that'll really end up mattering, but like, Cam said, I think, like, any team that gets a shakeup, especially head coach, um, the teams usually aren't that good the years after that. You know, you have to, like, how committed was Coach O to recruiting the past couple of years? Because maybe he knew, or this year, he knew he was going out. So maybe he just didn't really, you know, dig that deep as he would have. You know, stuff like that happens behind the scenes. So I don't know. Well, I know they've lost some recruits. I mean, that happens any time a coach is hired and fired. They lose recruits, but uh, I saw they lost a big wide receiver that was currently there. Um, but, that, I mean, he's putting effort into it, yeah, because you know you're not uh-huh. going to be there. Uh, no,
2: nah, I don't think Coach O would do that. He loves the team no matter what. He's a huge LSU guy from life. Brian Kelly could care less. All
1: right, who's next?
2: I'll go.
0: Um, so we're gonna talk uh, back to the NFL. Uh, Let me pull up the standings real quick in the NFC East. We got the boys atop with a win last week, they're eight and four, and sneaking up behind them, we got the Washington Foosball team at six and six. They've won their last four, I believe. Yeah, they're on this team. Uh, this it, is how, this is how we get wasted on the show. Washington plays the Cowboys next week. And then a couple weeks after that, play them again. Then they, and they play the Eagles twice and they play the Giants. That is five league games the next five weeks to end out the season. The football team is going to take the first, first place away from the Cowboys after Many a wins in these next five weeks. That's the take. Yeah, I I love this take, Joe. It's actually just looking at their schedule because I wanted to talk about them a little later. Maybe we'll touch on Heineke. But this schedule is nuts. I mean, your last five, you've got the Cowboys twice, the Eagles twice, and the Giants once. It's all huge games coming down the stretch. I like them to beat a lot of these. I mean, I like them to split with the Cowboys. I like them to beat the Eagles twice, and I like them to beat the Giants. So I, I like them to go 4-1, maybe uh, 3-2 and here. Um, but the way they're playing right now, they're playing with some guts. Heineke is, is you know, gutsing out tight wins. He's looking like a legitimate quarterback. I don't know why he wasn't giving more of a shot at the beginning of the year after the way he played in the playoffs last year against the Buccaneers. Um, but he he's legit, I think, as a quarterback. He's not a guy... Not gonna be a franchise guy, but he's a guy that can win you games. It can be a hole over till you get the next guy for sure. Um, I would hold on to him. Forget about the Fitzpatrick experiment. I, I like them to to win most of these games here, Dill, and I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up taking over uh, first place. Obviously, the boys are a really good team, like I've said all year. But something about this team, this Washington team, is frisky, and I think they could split with the boys here. And then if they win out. Outside of that, uh, I think they're in good shape. But who knows? Uh, Tucker, obviously you're a big Heineke guy.
1: What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this team's going to the moon. I think they make the playoffs with Taylor Heineke. And honestly, if you're the Washington football team right here, are you questioning whether Heineke is a long-term guy? Because I kind of am. I mean, I don't know how, if they, if he leads them to the playoffs this year, come back like he did and lead them to the playoffs after a bad start, do you, I think there's a legitimate question of, do you just ride it out with Taylor Heineke and see what happens? You know, he had a good performance in the playoffs last year. Let's see. Maybe they win a game in the playoffs. I think at that point you have to see him as a long-term option. So, yeah, love this.
0: Uh, yeah, I think if he can prove that, then. You certainly have to look at them that way. Cam, your division. Obviously it doesn't look like the Giants are in it. Who do you think's likely to take it?
2: Um, I would love for uh Skins to take it. The Giants not looking great. They're not back. They got a lot of problems going on. I went to the game this weekend. Had a great time. Win or lose. I knew I was gonna have fun. It was awesome. Um I would love for the Redskins to win this division. The Cowboys just make me sick when i think of them i hate them for my whole heart um and i think Heine, he here's what i think i think he could be the long-term solution right because they gave him a shot last year and he didn't necessarily lead them to the playoffs i guess but he did definitely it had, had an impact and played his heart out in a playoff game and now he's got him as the six seed in the playoffs right now. So when in the division or not, he's still in the mix. So I don't know how you can let a guy like that go He's falling out and doing everything he can for the team. He's probably going to do that same thing in the offseason. Not a great quarterback draft. I don't think you, you know, I think you build around this guy rather than try to get somebody new and start all over when you're already up. Don't quit while you're ahead. Build the rest of the team out behind him and see what you can do with it.
0: All right, Tucker, you got a ways nice take for us?
2: I do. Uh, mine's also
1: a coaching-related uh, take, and I'm trying to pick something right now. But my take is about the Vikings job because Mike Zimmer is out after this year. I am guaranteeing that right now Mike Zimmer is done. They lost to the Lions this week. This is a team with one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL, and you can't beat the Lions. I mean, this is supposed to be a defensive-minded head coach, and they gave up 30 points to the – 29 points to the Lions. Like, obviously at a certain point, you have to just be like, okay, he's not the guy. I understand that Dalvin and Adam Thielen were hurt. And, well, Thielen got hurt in the first quarter. Dalvin never played. But this is a team that's significant – even – you put in only your fourth-string wide receiver and better. You have a better wide-receiving core than the Lions. And the Lions were also without DeAndre Swift. their star running back. Like, the best player on the team is DeAndre Swift, and he's out for the game. And you still lose to the Lions. You got your ass kicked by Jared Goff. So the question is, who's going to take that job? And I think that it's going to go to... A offensive-minded coach because the defensive-minded thing didn't work. And I've decided that it's going to go to Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore is one of those guys that everyone kind of thinks is going to be a surefire hit when he becomes a head coach. I think he's going to get sick of being in uh, Dallas. I think he thought the job was going to be lined up pretty soon, but with their success right now, I think he's a little nervous about when he could become the head coach of the Cowboys if McCarthy just wins. So I think Kellen Moore jumps ship, goes there. He's in the McVay tree, So uh, you know, everyone cares about like whose assistants are the most important, like who they were an assistant for. And this guy's an assistant, of Sean McVay. He's young and good looking, which is always a huge plus. And he's offensive minded, which
2: is like the new thing for head coaches. So yeah, Kellen (laughs) Moore... To the uh, Vikings. Now this is interesting because I almost made a take that wasn't specific like this, and I couldn't think of how to make it specific. But it's on the same page, and that's that the, the NFL is is no longer a defense win championship league, and the only person left that can do that that, can, that mindset it remains true. I think is Bill, and once he's out, it's everybody's trying to just go towards offensive coaches offensive you know it's all about the the running quarterbacks these days um so i like this i think that vikings should go offensive i think they should play along with the rest of the league try to get somebody that can score you points um their defense is somehow bad even though they have some top named guys uh which i don't understand i think that maybe is just an all-around coaching thing and they got it make a lot of other changes, but I like Kellen Moore. I think, you know, young offensive coaches are the new thing in the league. Why not try it up, up north? Played in Boise State. Knows the cold. Knows the uh the north. So I like it. Yeah, I think they went with the old, experienced, defensive minded guy. Didn't
1: work out. And so they're gonna make a sharp change to hopefully change the program. And I think the exact opposite of that is the young offensive minded like Future superstar is what they're going to want to go with when they failed the first time.
0: Yeah, so for me, I mean, you look at the top head coaching candidates. Moore's there. McDaniels is there. Biennami, who is, I think, the OC in uh, Kansas uh, the City. Chiefs. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Um, well, I I'm not
1: sure he's a top choice anymore after this year.
0: Yeah, maybe not, but still, they did develop Patrick Mahomes, who's, you know.
1: I think Leftwich is probably up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, he could be up there. Um, <laughs> um, But I I think that you guys are right that, you know, the league is heading towards this offensive-minded, you know, space where, um, you know, you need the mobile quarterback, you need the, you know, explosive running back, you need the great receivers, and you need the offensive head coach. I don't agree that I think that, defense wins championship, goes out the door. I think the reason why Belichick has such success is he, is, he zigs when everybody zags. Like He has stayed stalwart in his defensive-mindedness, and that has made him good. I think you can still find good defensive-minded head coaches that can win in this league, and I, I, I think there's a little too much of a focus. But I do like this landing spot for more. Talk, you've got a gr- a lot of talent there. I think one of the reasons I hate the, the Vikings so much is because of A, Zimmer, B cousins. I just think they, they're both losers. they got the stink of loser on them. Get them both out of there, and this team could turn into something. Um, until they're both gone, I don't think that it will change, but I would—I do think Kellen Moore would slot right in perfectly here, so I, I like this take. Uh, Dill, you got anything on it? Um, can you just give me a little backstory on this guy, like what the situation is? He's the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. His name's been thrown around for head coach for like two, three years now. Um they're having a lot of success down there, obviously. And uh yeah, that's basically it. He's gonna he's gonna get a job at some point. It just it's whether it's gonna be this year or later. And he thinks there's talks about him taking over the job in Dallas is what you are saying. No. Going to Minnesota No no, no. Tuck's, Tuck's saying going to, to Minnesota, but there's talks about him thinking he was gonna get the job in yeah. I actually hadn't heard that, but that's what Tucker said. I well, mean, maybe... I think that's
1: why he's still there is because I think he wants the head coaching he was... job because I think there's a guy that probably was already up there for head coaching, and I think he's going to be a top candidate. I'd say the Vikings are probably one of like the top jobs available because they're probably the most playoff ready of all the teams that'll probably want a head coach.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I was just going to oh. say. If if they're looking for a coach. Um, and he's one that wants it and there's talks even about it, then, um, you mean as a, as a, as a man, you trying to, uh, bolster your career, you have to take it. I think if if it's offered to him, um, but that said, I don't know if I'm full on board with the Dallas, um, situation. So that's going to be a tough one to call, um because I, I think there is the door is still open in a couple of years I don't know what his situation is and if he really wants to go somewhere else um on paper talk I, I think I would agree I'd have to look into it a little bit more but um because if it's offered to him and he's the type of guy that's been Jones in for a uh head coaching job then um been sure I don't I don't think the Dallas shops going to be available anytime soon at least in the next I, three I, years. I don't think so. I would give it three years. Maybe if I mean, if they don't. I don't
2: think well. he wants to
0: wait three years. Yeah, that's a I lot. Dallas' yeah. has looked amazing. That's a lot for to a ask. Couple years now. I think the reason Josh is stuck around so long in New England is because a he already failed horrifically once, and b um, he's kind of also keeping in his eye like when's Bill gonna retire? Is he gonna hand me the keys to the kingdom? I think Bill, if Bill makes that promise to him this year, which I don't believe he will, then he'll
1: stay. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that Josh is – I think the only reason why he came back when he got the Colts job because the Colts was a good job, and he turned it down. Yeah, I don't he know. He ended up being like, never mind. I feel like the only reason why you do that is if Bill was telling you, like, if you're being groomed to be a Patriots head coach, which is a bet- – like, only if you have a better opportunity because no one's turning down – the Colts job just because they prefer to be a coordinator. So you know I, what think I,
0: mean? I I read the, I read that book and I think the reason it happened was because a, that Belichick said, we'll open up, you know, the secrets to you. We'll let you know. I'll let you know what I do as a coach, not necessarily promising the job. And I think he also had cold feet. He was worried about um, the Andrew Luck situation. He was worried about some other stuff from moving his whole family. So I think there were some other factors there. I don't think he was promised anything. I think if anything, Right now, Steve Belichick's the next guy, which I don't know how I feel about. But I, I think I think he's on his way out. I think the way he's been talking to the press, it sounds to me like his way he's on his way out. But that's a tangent. We could talk about that at a, at a later date. Uh, let's get into some topics. Obviously, the big one, Monday Night Football. Patriots beat the Bills, take over first place in the AFC East definitively, take over the one seed in the AFC, only threw the ball three times, rushed for over 200 yards and just absolutely alphaed the the Bills. I mean, this to me was, despite what Sean McDermott says, an entirely Bill Belichick game. Bill ran the 1940s Navy offense, just handed off. And Sean McDermott, I think, is not that good of a head coach. I think he – you can, you can't go out there and not make adjustments on that and expect to be considered an elite head coach in this league. Um, I thought Josh Allen played well. I had I did not think he was the reason they lost. It was obviously really hard to throw. It was so awesome the weather. It was so cool. Um, but it really swung it in the Patriots' favor. And this Patriots' defense is legitimate, as we've been saying. But uh, I I I'll be interested to see the rematch in two weeks, three weeks. Um, I want to see some good weather because I want to see how these teams really stack up. I think last night was kind of a you know a fluke game where you you, you had a team that was. You know, it was going to come down to who was who was better coach, and obviously that's going to be Belichick in that situation. But uh, I'm not mad about Mac not throwing. I hope you know. I think that he's probably fine with it. Um, I don't think it hurts his rookie of the year odds if he gets the one seed and takes them to the playoffs. I think you have to give it to him. Um, but overall, a huge night for the Patriots, huge win, um, and I couldn't be happier. I mean, I, I they got a tough schedule for the rest of the year. They got to play the Bills again. They got to play the Colts. They got to play the Dolphins, who are sneakily becoming a good team again, and they got to play the Jaguars, which should be a win. But um, three of those four games left are are going to be tough games. But I, I think that the Patriots have a real, real good chance of staying in this one seed and getting a bye and having a home playoff game to go for a chance to go to the conference final. Um, just want to get your guys' thoughts on the game overall, um, and and what what you think is going to happen with the Pats here down the road, Tuck. Talk-
1: um. Yeah, so this was an awesome game, but I don't think it says that much about the teams or, or as much about, like, the Bills as it does about the Patriots. I think this was an awesome game to show, its like, Patriots will do whatever it takes to win and that kind of stuff, and it was great to watch. But in terms of, like, saying, like, the Bills aren't contenders because of this game or anything like that, it's just – This was such a freak game where, like, you weren't allowed to use half of your offense uh, properly. It was just all about – it was coach be coach, and McDermott got outcoached. And that's – I mean, this is a game that Belichick wins because Belichick will outcoach Sean McDermott 10 times out of 10. And that's what this game was about, and it was awesome to watch for that exact reason. I mean, just running the ball every play, not even, like, pretending like he was going to pass – like they, they ran one wide receiver sets half the time with just Nikhil Harry out there. And he was just saying blocks. like just saying like, oh we are going to run the ball and that is it. Like that is it. There is no shot of us throwing the ball and I absolutely loved it.
0: Um Dill, uh what did you think of the game last night?
1: Um overall,
0: uh obviously a great team win for the Patriots. Uh I think it will. I think it will put doubt in the Bills' minds, but I think the scary game will be when the Pats play the Bills in in Foxborough, um, and I would honestly be fine if the Pats lost that game, but that's a different topic. Um, but in terms of this game, uh, Bel- Belichick made risky calls. Subtle, risky calls that ended up in his favor, and he put faith in the defense. He, after the first touchdown, he went for two, worked in his favor. Um, second quarter, or sorry, excuse me, third quarter against the wind, uh, he went uh, QB sneak on a third down with five yards for four yards, and then went for it on fourth down and got and got it on a, on a I think another sneak. Yep. How do you not stop so, that play twice in a row? How do you not stop that? So, um, he also uh, – there, there was something else. All, uh, I he he all-out blitzed on that last play of the game. All-out all blitzed, yes. All-out blitzed yeah, all <laughs> on the last play. There was one other one I was thinking of, but I, I can't remember. Just, that was an in, awesome play. In general, putting faith in, in um, the defense. And it, it, it's a testament to the team – as a whole, because there was one, there was one big penalty that the Pats had, and it was a, a uh, call. very iffy, kind of baloney uh, uh, late hit call. Um, besides that, it was the, the Pats played a clean game, as clean as can be. They followed uh, their coaches and, and and running the ball ninety nine point whatever <laughs> amount of the time or whatever it was, um, and they came out with a victory against a team that uh at the end had to the, all they all, all the bills could do was say uh <clears throat> here allen uh try to throw the ball against the wind to try to against the wind to, to try to win the game um and uh, it was like that was the best they could muster they did stop the run like late in the third going into the fourth they were able to Mix it up a little bit where they had a guy coming up the middle, um, stopping the pass after they were rushing uh, down the field for like 60 yards before the end of the, um, possession. But it's just, it came down to coaching and guys being committed. And the other thing with Mac, you like people saying Mac, uh, only threw the ball three times. And that, I mean, that doesn't matter. He handed the ball off perfectly every single time, which is not an <laughs> easy thing to do. People forget that. Well, they had one fumbled handoff. Early Did in they? the game. Yeah, early in the game. That was a pitch. Dr- Damon Harris dropped it. It was not match ball. Okay. But, but the Bills had a turnover from a, from a handoff. Yeah, so, that one was unacceptable. I mean, it, 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 playing in the cold and, and being committed to doing that every single time, that's not, that's not easy. So, um, I don't know. It was just a great team win. That's really it. Uh, Cam, from an outsider's perspective, what do you think of the game? And did you enjoy it? I mean, I actually thought it was cool to see this kind of defensive battle and no throwing the ball. I obviously wouldn't want it every week, but I think it was kind of cool. What did you think of the product? What do you think of the game?
2: Uh, no, I didn't enjoy it. Because I thought it's just – it takes so many factors out with the wind. Like the punt, the Jake Bailey punt. And then the mixed, missed field goal at the end, that was so close. And then the fumble from the handoff, I think, assuming that was a weather thing, drop catch for a first down, and that's all Bill's stuff. But if that's a normal weather game, does that stuff happen? A lot of factors. Obviously, you can't control it. That's the weather. That's part of the game. I get that. I just don't like watching it. So I'm very curious to see what the next one looks like. I think this <clears throat> is a coaching win. Um, for Bill, how do you not make any adjustments at halftime? Not Idiot. a single one. Idiot. Not one thing did went different besides that big run. So, um, they they didn't take advantage of the third quarter. The Bills, they didn't score in the third. I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? You had the win. The Patriots got it in the fourth quarter, so you need to score in the third quarter at least a touchdown, at least a field goal. They should have
0: been running tempo, and they weren't.
2: The other thing for, to note is that the
0: bills deferred, and that was boneheaded. It, that was bad coaching. The, didn't get the wind in, in the second quarter and the fourth quarter. I would have. I, I, I would have head. rather they had the wind advantage. The wind. I would have rather had the wind advantage than the uh, than the extra possession
2: there. Oh, I see what you're saying. They chose deferred instead def- of taking the wind. Yeah.
0: They could yeah, have kicked exactly. off. And they could yeah, have kicked
2: off in the, the first, wins.
0: given given the Patriots the wind in the first and the third, and then had it in crunch time you know, in the second and the fourth, and they didn't do that, which I, I would, there, you got to take the the wind advantage over the extra possession. Any other game. Yeah. But there, you got to take the wind. You're starting the game off with a gamble because you're saying, Hey team, we have the wind first quarter, let's pound it on them early. Um, but if you don't, then, then you're playing catch up like the entire, and them, them letting them score against the wind on that run too was, was bad. It was bad. Um, let me just, quick question before we move on. Do you think all NFL stadiums should have a dome? My answer is no. I think games like this are awesome. I think weather is a part of football, and you got to learn to play with it. I've heard people say all, especially tickers, say we, all teams should have a dome. I disagree. Uh, Cam?
2: No, definitely not. I think it's even stupid. They have heated turf. Um, I hate that as well. I think everything should be a factor. I know I was complaining about Washington that first, but... I still don't. I, I don't care. It's not something that you know that that makes it that makes it football. I remember playing in the snow in October, in Massachusetts, in eighth grade, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the snowball. Raiders versus Patriots. Talk rule. Talk rule game. Uh, didn't bother Benedict. So you no, know, keep keep all weather factors in. They shouldn't be able to have heated turf either.
0: Still, I am at are mm-hmm. no as well.
2: No, oh, I'm a huge no, and I really
0: did enjoy watching this game because you see the the coaching factor and the chess match um, more uh, displayed in games like this. And I do, I did enjoy it. I mean, even if the Pats, you know, ended up losing, I think it would have been a fun game to watch. Um, uh, that that being said, uh, I can understand from a player's perspective because. Uh, you know, you want to play your best all the time, like, like show, show, not play your best, but show your best of your ability all the time. And it's a lot easier to do that when the weather's favorable. Um, but, uh, playing in this, in harsh conditions is one of those things that, um, elite players don't care about. They just go out and and they still get it done. Um, and it can really tell, um, viewers, who is elite and who's not based on their performances in, you know, those con- conditions that they can't, uh, um, that, that they're just subjected to, you know? So,
1: well, yeah, uh, that's,
0: I love, I love games. Like the that. argument I is, to. the argument is just put two teams out there in neutral
1: conditions and
0: whoever's the best will win. But I think that's stupid. Uh, Tucker, are you a novel as well?
1: I, I love these type of games. Um, it's just fun to see something different. Um, and that's what this game was. Like It was a game that was such a freak weather thing that you got to experience something <laughs> completely different while still watching football, which is cool. Like, I don't know yeah, who I'm, would be I'm against that. that. It's just something that you don't get to see very often, which I'm a huge fan of always.
0: Yeah, it's been like 40 years since the team threw that little. So, um, Okay, next thing I want to talk about. Now the Vegas favorite for the Super Bowl. It's New England-Tampa Bay. Um, that they're they're both the odds on favorite to make the Super Bowl out of each conference. Obviously that makes sense being what the records are. Um I mean, can I just want to get your thoughts on on this potential matchup? I mean, this would be I think the greatest story in sports history. Um I don't see how you could write it up any better if you know Brady leaves, gets a Super Bowl, then next year, Bill's right there. I think no matter who would win, it would be an awesome storyline. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll say that right now. I don't know. You know, I, I love my Patriots. I think they're playing really well. I don't know if they have enough to get to the Super Bowl. I also don't know if Tampa Bay has enough to get to the Super Bowl. I think there's a lot of good teams in the NFC East, like we've talked about. And I, I, I don't know if they can get by, you know, the Cardinals and the, you know, the Packers. Or whoever. Packers and Rams. The, the Packers seem like the team, to me, that what? is looking the best. But um, to me, uh, obviously, this would be a dream matchup. It would wreck me inside. I'd lose my mind, but I just want to get your guys' thoughts on, on the
1: potential of that, Tucker. I mean, that would be insane. I think that would be, like, one of the coolest storylines of all time. Like, Tom Brady goes to a super team, and then his old team with his coach that every, like, everyone said it was all him, and then his coach takes a team of, I mean, offensively, a team of nobodies and has been. It's like, all these guys, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, your wide receiver core were guys that, like, were free agents because no one really want like, because their teams didn't want them anymore. They just, like, they're like, no thanks. And those is now your receiving core. You take a rookie, couple rookie running backs and a rookie QB, bring that team to the Super Bowl. That'd be incredible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would be an awesome storyline. I think that would shut down the Bill versus Tom debate, honestly. I think it's over the second Bill makes the Super Bowl with this team, it would be over. Like it'd be like, alright, Bill, Bill can do anything with any team versus Tom Brady can do it as long as he has a super team with him. But getting on a lot of tangent about just Tom leaving for a super team, sorry. Um but yeah, no. I think that would be a really cool storyline. Um I don't know the feasibility of it though. I just I love this Patriots team. I actually had a future on them to make the Super Bowl, my old book, at 28.5-1. So, uh, real shame that that book got closed down. But, uh, you know, not salty at all. Um, But, yeah. Um,
0: It would
2: be super fucking cool.
0: Cam, would you like that matchup?
2: No, I would hate it. I think it would be good for everyone. But I would have no, no fun there. Would it be the uh, highest viewed Super Bowl of all time? Yeah, for sure. I mean every I year it is. Every year it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I don't I don't want that. I don't want Brady in it again. I don't want the Patriots in it. I want it to be someone <laughs> random. I want it to be Cardinals Chargers. Give me somebody who's never won it. I want a Bucks Suns rematch type of uh and NFL. Like no name team, small market. Get him in the Super Bowl. Oh, I hate that. I want That's big market
0: teams in it. I hate small market teams. In it. I, think I that, love that small market it. teams. Uh, yeah, Dell, do, do you like that matchup? Um, well, 1st i we'll start off with the, the Vegas odds. Um, it is, I like it makes sense that the Pats are slated to make the Super Bowl in Vegas because uh, of the record, but it is far, far too early to to consider them a Super Bowl contending team, in my opinion. Um, they have been hot but they've caught teams at right times and they just won this game in the cold because um, they have tremendous coaching. Uh, I am high on the Pats it, it, for future. I, I, I am not sold this season as a, as a, as a really Super Bowl-ready team. I think uh, if the cards align, there is possibility. Um, and I think they're going to continue to be uh, get better as long as they stay healthy. This off week will be tremendous for them. Um, as for the matchup, if it were to be uh, Bucks uh, Pats, like everybody said, uh, that would be uh, a tremendous storyline. Um, uh, but um, uh, it, it, either I mean, if the Pats win or lose, it's it's a tremendous win for the Pats, regardless. Um, if they were to make the Super Bowl after being a nobody last year, expected to be not much of anything this year. Um I mean for me it's already a win the way they're playing right now. I'm again I say it every week excited for the future. Um so, you know, it's just great to see that we're even talking about <laughs> them as the 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 odds on favorite to reach the Super Bowl going into week fourteen. It's Amazing as a past fan, um, my so yeah. my roommates say I'm not allowed to watch the game in the city if that takes place. I, they're afraid for that, people's safety. That might be fair,
1: honestly. <laughs> I don't really blame them for <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> they, they, fear for people,
0: they, I think they fear for their own safety as well as others. But
1: um, okay, quick break.
0: Sorry to bring up another question though about it. Um, if that were to happen, I w- like the character of Mac Jones. Um, being the leader of this team, going into the Super Bowl as a quarterback, I would put, like, we've only seen him for 13 games, but I wouldn't want anybody else. Like, the kid has, has shown so much uh, ability to tune out all of the, the bananas about uh, what people think of them, what the situations are. Like, he would be the perfect uh, quarterback to have in that game just because of the way that he is. And that's my opinion on that. Yeah, he's a gamer. Um, he's a gamer. He doesn't let things get to him. I think that's his best It's ball. crazy. It, it's it's the, the ability that he has being 23 years old, or however old he is, and his first season is, is ridiculous. He's a month younger than my sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, quickly, the Lions get their first win against the Vikings. All I have to say is this is the most Vikings thing ever. Um. Obviously, the Lions—they've had some tough breaks. Dan Campbell—he's a meathead. He gets his first win, but this does not surprise me at all that the Vikings blew this game. That's all I have to say about it. Just want to get your guys' thoughts, Cam. I love it. I hate the Vikings. I hate the Vikings. <laughs> um,
2: I kind of Lions are kind of growing on me. Get get them out of Detroit, but they're kind of growing on me. I always root for the underdog. At least they're playing together. Um, they are. They're trying to win every single game. I can't name more than five people on the team, but there's something different about this Brown, Like, this team compared to the 0-16 Browns, 0-16 Lions before, um, this team just feels – I feel like they love their coach. They're playing for him, and they were fired up with that win. That wasn't just like a, yay, we won a game. They were fired up. They're playing for him, for sure. They won the Super Bowl. So, I love it. I love that it was against the Vikings – and the slightly bigger Lions guy. Uh Tucker. I've
1: said a little bit about this already when I said that Mike Zimmer should be fired. But yeah, no, I love this Lions team. I like I really like Dan Campbell as a motivator. Not as a I'm not sure how much I like him as a head coach. Um, cuz he does a really good job motivating the guys and like gets everyone going. It, Game plan-wise, it seems like they're not great, Um, but I don't know. I, I think the Lions are playing hard. I mean, they play with every team. They're not the worst team in the NFL. I strongly believe that. I mean, you watch how the Bears play against anyone decent versus how they play. It's two different levels of football. So I really don't think they're the worst team in the NFL, regardless of record.
0: Because you gotta remember there's
1: five games that they almost won.
0: They've had some tough breaks. And they do play for Campbell, but like I said, meat head coaches never succeed in this league. Uh Dale, what do you think about that game? Uh they had to win this year. like they were they they weren't an 0 and seventeen team, and it's just fantastic that they uh it was against them. <coughs> um, congrats to Goff. Um I mean he he is just kind of falling off the planet being there, but gets the win. Everybody's fired up. i love to see it. Um, like Cam said, Lions, I mean, you got to root for the team that sucks. So I'm, I'm always a fan of the Lions. Also, yes, Cam. I saw that video. Uh, Goff's girlfriend was ecstatic. Uh, she was bouncing all around. Uh, it was great <laughs> to see. All right. Uh, when she when she heard that, that <laughs> the Lions won. Ian Rappaport loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got bonked um okay college football playoff is set alabama cincinnati michigan georgia um tucker loser forgot to mention that cincinnati does make the college football playoff so happy
1: happy to be a loser
0: wear that al uh, just want to get your guys thoughts who do you think gonna win i like bama uh over cincinnati i like i'm actually gonna go michigan over georgia i think michigan's got some juice after that big win over ohio state i think they got some momentum um, I know it's going to be a while until they play, but I, li- I like Michigan. I'm a Michigan guy. I mean, Tom Brady came from Michigan. Dave Portnoy came from Michigan. So Michigan put- puts out some real talent. Um, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm Michigan's one of my favorite college teams. Uh, Bama shouldn't be because they are uh, a rival of Florida, but I love Bama. I do. I love Nick Saban. I love the program. I love how they just constantly win. Um, I like Bama to win it all. That's an easy pick for me. Um, I like Bama, Michigan and the Natty and give me Bama to win it all. Cam, what do you think about the the CFP? I hate Michigan. (laughs) I hate them with a burning passion. (laughs) Cue the Um, picture. I
2: think they they get smoked by Georgia. I think that D-lineman for Michigan that's somehow in the Heisman race, I have no idea how. He has doesn't even have the most sacks in the league. Um, Hey, Hutchinson, is that his name? Yeah. I think he's a fraud. Um, I think Georgia Georgia by 23, and then Bama by 40, and then Bama beats Georgia again. Roll Tide. I also don't like – I
0: shouldn't like Bama again. I guess I have no reason to hate Bama. I like saying Roll Tide, too. So. I love saying Roll Tide. I really do. It's my favorite thing. Uh, Tucker, what do you think?
1: Um – I am rooting for Michigan, I think, actually. Um, Well, no, I'm rooting for Cincinnati, sorry. But I don't think they have that much of a chance. Um, But after that, I think that the most likely, I still think it's Georgia. I know they lost that game. I still think they're the best. I think if you put them up against Bama again, they win. Um, So, yeah, I won Cincinnati. Hoping for Michigan. Think Georgia.
0: Going.
1: I'm going heavy favorites. I'm following Cam here. I'm
0: going Bama wins big and uh Georgia wins by a reasonable margin. Uh two they're too good for their opponents. Uh, I think Michigan is good um but uh nothing nothing too crazy. It, like I don't think that they have the the ability to, to come and beat Georgia. Um and I, Cincinnati's gonna get Roundhouse. I I mean, if it's Bama of Georgia in the final, I like Bama by a hundred. Um, all right. Heisman finalists announced. Cam, big Kenny Pickett guy. He's in it. Um, so it's Kenny Pickett, Aiden Hutchinson, who we mentioned, mentioned C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, and uh, Bryce Young out of Alabama. I'm rooting for the defensive guy. I'm sick of quarterbacks winning it. I'm sick. Of uh, running backs win. I want the defensive player to win. I literally have not watched anybody outside of Stroud. I haven't watched the two guys outside of Stroud and Young. I'm not a big college football guy, admittedly. Um, Bryce Young, he's going to be, you know, a, I think he's going to be a starter in the NFL, which is nuts that Saban will have four starters at one time in the NFL. He can't go until next year, though. Um, he's got one more season at Alabama. Um, but I, I want the D guy to win it. Also, Kenny Pickett, Cam, I disagree with your take about him because he wears a glove on his throwing hand. I think that is the dumbest thing ever. i hate that. Um, Just seeing pictures of him in the Heisman stuff, and he's wearing two gloves, bananas move. Not a good quarterback. There's no way you can be a good quarterback and wear receiver gloves on your throwing hand. Um, That's what Peyton Manning did when he sucked. He wore gloves on his throwing hand. Uh, Cam, who do you like to win the Heisman? Um, I think Bryce Young's
2: going to win it. I I I still like Kenny Pickett. I actually didn't know about the glove thing. Um, big to Bridgewater moves. I'm fine with it if it works for him. No big deal. Still not. At least he's not a lefty. I would love for Kenny to win it. He's the ECC champion. Um, but I think I think Bryce Young has the better stats overall. I I could be. I'm pretty sure. I haven't really looked into it. I think it's just like an average class this here nobody really stands out over the other i think hutchinson will lose by a mile it'll be young stroud picket hutchinson in that order
0: uh dylan you were uh shaking your head when i said hutchinson you don't agree you can't you can't give it to a defensive guy I don't, like, he, like he has to have uh game-winning plays consistently in order for a team to... in order for him to win a Heisman, in my opinion. Um, he had 14 sacks, 33 tackles, two forced fumbles. Yeah, but he plays defense, so I, I don't love care. I um, love defensive players in the mix. I love it. I mean, it's great to see that he's in contention, but I, there's no way that he wins. Although, um, in my opinion, this year has been kind of the lull of the year. Um, you're talking... Uh, Heisman winner from Pittsburgh. Like, I don't really care he's in Pittsburgh. So, um, I, I don't know enough about all the guys, but, um, the one guy that I have watched at least a little bit is Pickett. He's been, he's been good. He was definitely like number one contender first half of the season, but, uh, kind of fell off a little bit at the end, had a couple, uh, losses on his belt that he probably wishes he didn't have. Um, But I don't really know who's going to win. I don't know enough about the rest of the guys. I do think that Bryce Young will win, it, Cam. Uh, Tucker, who did I get you? I didn't ask you. Who do you like?
1: Who do I like? Um, I think it's going to go to either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I'm kind of ruined for – well, I – Again, in another one of those situations where there's, like, the one that I want versus the one that I think could win reasonably, I think Kenny Pickett has a chance. I don't think the defensive player ever has a chance, if I'm being honest. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, Kenny Pickett for Heisman. All
0: right. So, let's get into our list, guys. It's getting chilly out, boys. It's getting cold. It's time to warm up with some soup. Now, my I, myself, am a soup guy
2: year-round.
0: Um... I enjoy soup a lot because it's easy to make. I get a canned soup and I cook it and it's no stress. Um, <laughs> I had soup tonight. I, I, I And uh, yesterday. When I was sick, my, my girlfriend's mom works at a camp and she got all the extra food from the camp. And she got me like 40 cup of soups, cup of noodles. And I was ripping those. Absolutely ripping them. Um, but soup, Cam suggested this, I think. No, Dylan suggested this. Yeah, because you had soup. was I? Um, yeah. So Dylan, why don't you start her off since it was your, your choice? What What are you doing with your soup? What's your number five? Um, number five for me, I'm going, I'll have this maybe once a year, maybe once every couple years, but I, it's never made at home. I'm always out to eat. Um, and that's the good old French onion, French onion soup coming in at five. Um, Kind of pick around the onions a little bit. You don't eat all of them because that's kind of gross. But the cheese on top with the with the bread, oof! you gobble that stuff up, drink some of the juice. It's a great starter for any meal in the winter. French onion number five. Uh, okay, so like I said, I'm a huge soup guy. Me and my roommates in college had a faux rap group named the Coupon Boys. My nickname was Soup Man because I would get a lot of soup at, at dinner. So I was... <laughs> I was soup man, and uh, my roommate, one of our roommates that we didn't really like much one year, uh, he told my roommate that he had nice hair, and that was the only thing he had going for him. So um, he was hair man, or hair boy, and I was soup man. Um, So my honorable mention is going to be ramen. Uh, Dylan can remember this first year of college. I was ripping ramen all the time.
2: Love ramen. We had the kettle.
0: Yeah. The electric kettle. Oh, yeah. Um, But my number five is going to be turkey soup. Now this is recency bias for me. Um, turkey soup. My mom makes it after Thanksgiving. Puts the entire turkey carcass, all the leftovers, in a pot. Throws some, you know, broth in there, and we got a nice, fatty, thick soup. Just tur- chunks of turkey and carrots, celery, and it's, it's very akin to a chicken noodle, but it just has that 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 extra taste to it, that extra thickness that 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 uh, makes it great. So I'm going to turkey turkey soup number five. Only have it like the Saturday after Thanksgiving every year. Um, talk number five.
1: Number five, I have tomato soup. Uh, mo- only for one reason and one reason only. And it's because I love dipping grilled cheese in it. I don't even eat the soup usually, but it's the best dipping soup available.
0: Uh, Cam. Um,
2: <clears throat> number five, I got broccoli cheddar soup. Now, Broccoli cheddar is something I mostly get from Panera. My one downfall about it is it gets cold too quickly. That's why it's not higher, but it does taste delicious, and I've had it from other places, and it's better outside of Panera, but that's where you get it from mostly. And like Tucker said, it's a great dipping soup. Um, you get the bread, the baguette cut at Panera, and you mop it up with the rest of the soup or the mac and cheese if you get that. But if anyone puts that on here as a soup or it has some issues,
0: uh, broccoli, cheddar, number five. Bill, number well, four. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say one thing. You're saying it wrong. It's cheddar and broccoli. So, no. So. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Go ahead, Bill. Number four. Oh, sorry. What did Tuck say? Tuck, tomato, tomato soup. Tomato oh, soy. right. Sorry. Um, number four for me, I'm going to go taco soup um what you ever had taco soup you're missing out it's literally a taco with soup uh you got the the ground beef in there you got the beans in there you got the corn in there you got some diced tomatoes in there a little bit of the taco seasoning sprinkle on a little uh those tortilla strips and a little bit of cheese Ooh, it's fantastic you can make it at home it's great i never see it on any menu and that's why i never get it that's why trey says what uh taco soup number four it's great Make it if you've never had it. Uh, My number four is going to be a sick staple for me. It's chicken noodle soup. Um, The Jewish penicillin, they call it. Um, When I'm feeling sick, don't want to cook. Uh, Panera, chicken noodle coming through. Um, Grew up, you know, getting the the canned stuff. Um, Every time I was sick, I was ripping chicken noodle soup. Just a staple for me. Can't can't keep it off my list just because of the amount of times it's cured me from illness. Um, I was a sickly child. I'm still a bit of a sickly child and I, uh, I got to have my chicken noodle. So that's going to be my number four, uh, Tuck.
1: Uh, number four, shout out the heritage. I'm going with hot wing soup. Hot wing soup is an elite soup at the heritage. Probably one of my favorite of any of the soups that I've had. Uh, so yeah, gotta go with hot wing soup at number four.
0: I don't think I ever had that. Tuck. Good soup. You um, would have
1: liked that, good
0: soup. Good soup. Uh, Cam, number four. Number four. I hope it's <laughs> on your list. I doubt it will be. Japanese
2: clear soup. Now, Miso this is soup. The soup that you get before hibachi. Um, with the salad, they say super salad. You get the soup every time. Um, used to not eat it. Uh, my mom used to say they actually just dump the hot dish water in there. Um, whether they do or not, it's delicious. It might just be salt water <clears throat> they have some seasonings in there. I love it. Pick around the mushrooms every single time, take them out. But I finish that soup every single time. It's delicious. Only time I've ever had it. So I is, it. is that not,
0: is that not miso soup?
2: No, there's a difference. Japanese clear soup and miso soup super different. Sometimes you get miso. Um, not a big miso guy. Miso all right. But miso's not as clear. It's not like water. It's, it's uh, cloudy. Yeah, I like I, I like the miso in that situation. I also love the spoons. The spoons they give you, I steal one every other time I go.
0: Dill, <laughs> um, number three.
2: Uh, hate miso soup.
0: Hate clear water soup. Hate the spoons. Terrible take, Cam. I love that take, Cam. It's a great take. Number three for me, I'm going corn chowder. Uh, love a good corn chowder. I'm not a huge uh, clam chowder guy. Had it, just not the same. I like a little bit of corn nuggets in there. Maybe you mix in a little bit of chicken. Turns into like chicken pot pie chowder soup. Fantastic. It's a thick soup. You you can scoop it with crackers if you gotta. Um, just an all around tremendous warm soup in the winter when you're feeling frigid. Corn chowder three. So my three is clam chowder. Um, uh, my introduction to clam chowder was actually at Friendly's. It's what I used to get at Friendly's when I was like little, I'd get a cup of clam chowder. Um, it was probably just out of the can, nothing special about it. And then getting older, you know, spending more time in Boston, going to school out here. Now living out here, clam chowder is a must. So good. Um, there's a place in Faneuil Hall in Boston called, I think it's called cup of chowder or something like that. Boston chowder company. Um, they serve clam chowder in a bread bowl. It's worth a trip down to the tourist trap that is Spaniel Hall to get that soup. Um, huge fan of clam chowder. Got to mix in the seafood, you know, every once in a while. Um, so clam chowder is going to be my number three. Cup of chowder for your kid. Uh, tuck, three.
1: Uh, three, I have corn chowder. This yes, is superior chowder. Um, it's just clam chowder, but better because. Yep. It's, yeah, it's just, instead of clams, you put corn in it, which is way better. Uh, huge fan of it. I mean, everyone likes their chowder. Chowder is a great dish, but you put corn in there instead
2: of clam, way better.
0: You guys are not from New England. Cam.
2: Number three, I'm going, um... Did we lose him? <laughs> Cameron? tea um, grew up on that. Like to have a bit of grilled cheese in it as well. Don't like tomato soup though, so I use the alternative chicken noodle. Still very good, very brothy. Um, Chick Fil A probably has some of the best around these days, and there is also pretty good. But I don't know. It's just like a it's a staple soup when you think of soup. I think chicken noodle soup uh, flavor wise just not as good as my top two, so it's coming in number three.
0: Uh, Dill number two. Uh, number two, I'm going wonton soup. Uh, wonton with the dumplings, prefer, uh, preferably from the Panda House located in Lenox, Massachusetts. Um, wonton soup is elite. You get you you order a whole big steaming plate uh, or a bunch of different boxes of of Chinese food, but the first thing you dig into is that plastic cup of. Uh the wonton soup that they give you when you get takeout. There's a couple dumplings in there, pork dumplings. You gobble those puppies up. Uh the broth is great. They got those little uh lettucey things in there, little shallots or whatever you got in there. It's fantastic. Um tastes great. Feels even better going down. Wonton soup, number two. A must have. Um, I need a I need a controversial pick button. Because there's, I feel like every list, I'm throwing out a controversial pick every now and then. This number two for me is going to be a controversial pick. My number two is going to be chili. Now, I hear you. Maybe not a soup. But I think it is. Um, when you Google top soups, you know, most popular soups in America, chili's up there. Um, you know, it's got a it's got a, a liquid consistency to it. It's not a solid. You eat it with a spoon. It's hot. Um, my mom makes the best chili in the world. I'm convinced of it. Uh, you know, don't disrespect to your guys' mothers. My mom makes fantastic uh, Texas two-finger chili. Um, makes for me almost every time I go home, I come back to my apartment with like a pot of it uh, for Ooh. leftovers. It gets better as it gets older. You know, a couple days in, the chili is even better. You throw some cheese on there. Um, it's elite. Great football food. Actually ate it while watching the game last night. Um, but chili is is the one of the best soups out there. Um, and it is a soup. So I'm going chili number two.
1: Tuck. Uh yeah, my number two. I actually agree with you, Trey. Mine's also chili. Um, I don't see why it wouldn't be up here. I don't see why it's not considered a soup, honestly. So yeah, I have chili as my number two as well.
0: Yeah, I think it has to be. I don't. I don't see how you could like. It's in the same category as beef stew, and I would call that a soup too. Um,
2: I'm I'm fine with it coming in as as a soup. It's not going to be on my list. I'm not a big chili guy. Did make it the other week for football, but that was for uh, some friends coming over i guy. My number two is going to be ramen. Now, ramen was almost my number three. was back and forth with uh, chicken noodle. The reason I like ramen better, one, cheap. So easy to make. Cheat. So back uh, to Chicken noodle. But in chicken noodle soup, I, I pick around the carrots and the celery. I'm not going to lie. I pick around them. The only soup that doesn't come with those are the original, like Campbell's cans. Whereas ramen, you just dump it in, dump the noodles, and then, you know, that's that's it. No picking around, nothing like that. Slurp up the broth. It's delicious. Um, and I just had it more as a college student. That's, that's what I was eating a lot. And then when I was in Spain, I had no money, and all my money was going towards, you know, traveling things. And I would just eat ramen all the time. Ramen, a little bit of water, put the powder in there, chug it. I'm done for the day. That's it. Let's drink. (laughs) Uh,
0: Dill, number one.
2: Um, First
0: off, I'd like to say that I will consider – I won't consider chili a soup, but it's in the realm of the soup category. Uh, When you're talking about when you go out to eat, what's listed under, like, soups and – others or soups and salads chili is there so I'll, I'll give it to you um although i eat chili with chips mostly i like scoop up the chili with a with a tortilla chip i don't really just eat it with, a, with a fork most of the time um number one for me though is chicken noodle the classic um i've never met a chicken noodle soup that i've not liked unlike cam i love the carrots i love the celery the more mushy the carrots the better swallow them swallow them whole if i have to um i love chicken noodle soup i had it today had a had a family size campbell's had to open it up with a can opener didn't have the pull tab had to crack that puppy open ate the whole pot straight out of the pot loved it um Uh, like Trey said, which is kind of funny talking about, um, friendlies with, uh, clam chowder. It was friendlies for me with chicken noodle soup. I used to get it every single freaking time. It's the best chicken noodle soup I've ever had is at friendlies. It's kind of strange, but it's okay. Um, I'm a bit of a child inside. Um, but yeah, chicken noodle can't go wrong. Uh, again, never met a a chicken noodle soup I didn't like. Uh, it is a classic. Um, my number one is going to be a little exotic, um, as you guys have had some exotic picks in yours. I really haven't had it yet. Uh, my number one is going to be gumbo. Um, I was turned on to gumbo probably about six years ago. Um, I love a good gumbo. Throw some shrimp in there, some chicken, some andouille sausage. You get the flavors of New Orleans, you get that spice. Never had it.
1: I'm going to throw out shout out 101.
0: Need to have 101s when I saw to one. When I saw one-on-one added gumbo, I was really excited. I went there for lunch when I was home. It's not on the lunch menu. I will be coming in for it's gumbo not. soon, um, but gumbo. Trey, we we got to go together cause I've never had it. Absolutely gumbo. It's just Southern comfort food. It's a Southern comfort soup. I get a can of Campbell's chunky gumbo soup at the store every time I go, uh, just to, just for a quick, a quick meal. Um, if you have it at a restaurant it's obviously much better um my mom has made it a couple times she's done a great job for a northern woman making a southern dish um but gumbo is my number one my favorite soup i'll have it i would eat it most days i'd say i'd eat i'd have a nice gumbo uh tucker number
1: one uh number one have to go with the classic chicken um it's the best soup around um I'm always a fan of chicken noodle. It's my go-to. It's your, my sick food. It's my anything food. Chicken noodle, easy number one. It's Love just, it, Tuck.
0: It's just a little bland for me. That's why it was my number four. It's just a little boring, I guess. Uh, but it is a classic. Uh, Cam, number
2: one. All right, let's close it out here. I will say something about gumbo. I had it for the first time ever in New Orleans. I hated it. Oh, I, I ate the, I ate the shrimp out of it. I thought it was like bitter there was something in there that i was not I digging um but you know that's in new orleans so if i'm not gonna like it there probably not gonna try it anywhere else no reason to my number one i guess i'm the true new englander of the bunch i'm going clam chowder love clam chowder anytime i see it on a menu as an appetizer i will order it I don't care. Everybody's asking, "What do you guys want to share? You want to split the onion rings? You want to get no? I want my own bowl of clam chowder. No, I don't want the cup for two dollars less. I want the bowl. I mean, the whole thing except it's gonna be a weird one. I don't eat the potatoes. That is weird. It's very weird. Very weird indeed. And no, I get that. I love the potatoes. <laughs> usually, I would kick it out for that reason. not put it number one. But it's so good it's so beyond everything else in flavor that consistency the fact that it's just white like Cam, have you I had corn chowder no but i i would be willing to try it i think um, you'd like it i just love i love clams you throw bacon in there i know oh, the yeah. locker room has some of the best flavor chowder i've had Surprisingly, they had bacon in it um when i used to work there when they were serving it i would just have a cup back there at all times every time i went in the back Take a spoonful, walk back out, a spoonful, pour myself another bowl. I have like eight bowls by the end of my shift. Oh, wow. um, clam chowder, easy number one. I think it might have been the tray. Maybe not. We went to Quincy Market one time, got some clam chowder there in a brand new bowl. Um, yeah, that well was I've probably. I think in. that was I haven't me. had in a while. am excited to have it again soon.
0: I think that was with me, Cam. Um, that was when we went to the marathon. Um, but yeah, I used to rip clam chowder during work too at the Heritage. Um, there's always a pot of clam chowder back there I'd rip so alright that's list guys uh, Tucker what do you want your punishment to be dude?
1: Uh, the champagne
0: alright whatever um, that's Waste It Takes I'll
1: figure out something <laughs> alright I'll figure out something
0: that's Waste It Takes episode 101 we are well on our way to 200 boys couple weeks till the wasties get your votes in check out our social media I will be posting Cam's punishment video, and I'll probably throw villains in there too tomorrow. Um, so check us out there. Uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you next week. Go pass number one C, baby.